It's not just another boring podcast from some loser broadcasting from his mom's basement. It's from his dingy garage instead. Whatever, man. We cover everything. Pop culture, food, let me guess, tacos again? That's that's what this show's about. Politics, sports, entertainment, and whatever the hell else is on his mind. I have an addictive personality. Live from the Big Brother Bungalow in Southern California. Scared to tell us the city, Jake? Yeah. <laughs> it's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Yo, what's good, y'all? It's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. I am your host, Big Brother Jake, a.k.a. Jake Warner. My government name. Welcome to the show. You can listen to the show on SoundCloud.com slash the Big Brother Jake Podcast. You can tune in to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or tune in. Type in the keywords, the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Bam, you're in there. Man, what a week, huh? What a week that we just experienced in this country. Uh, as I look back at my clock, I'm recording this May 19th, 1961. Oh, wait, we're not in Alabama. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What the hell's going on? Oh, man. Okay, okay, look. I'll be honest. I didn't want to talk about politics on this podcast. I never want to talk politics on this podcast. In the future, we probably won't talk a lot of politics on this podcast. But I'd be remiss if I wasn't at least going to say my piece on it. And it's probably just like everybody else. Um, What's going on? Okay. I don't understand the thought process of the government in the state of Alabama. I get that they want to preserve life. I get that they don't want a high abortion rate. However, I just, it's hard to fathom, and I know usually I'm not at a loss for words, and I'm not going to sit up here and act like I'm fully prepared and have all these papers and all these websites I'm ready to peruse and, and look at to discuss this and go into straight, thorough depth on what's wrong with the government and politics in this country. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do it from somebody that's not well-versed in government and politics. I'm not going to claim like I know everything, but I will claim this. I am. (laughs) I'm an American citizen. I'm not for abortion, but I am okay with pro-choice. I think it's a woman's privacy. It's a woman's right to choose whatever the hell she wants to do. You can be liberal and still love to be pro-life or whatever. You know, they're, they're, we're, we're, we're so wrapped in all of these titles. You know, like you got to gangbang and be a, a Republican or a Democrat. Like that's your set. Like, yo, I'm down with the Democrats and Republicans. Like, nah, man. I, like, I don't, you can't put a title on me. You know, I, I, I guess you can say I'm liberal, but I'm uh, fiscally conservative at the same time. You know, I, I love guns and, you know, I'm for pro-choice. So, I mean, I'm everywhere. And I, I put it out there at, at a lot of risk of doing that. And I might piss off some people and I get that. But you're either going to love me or you're going to hate me. There's no in between with the Big Brother Jake podcast or Big Brother Jake, a.k.a. Jake Warner, my government name. There's no in-betweens. With all that being said. 
I would hate to see, and I never wish this on anyone, one of these governors or senators or whatever, their beautiful little girl has the misfortune of being molested or raped by somebody that they don't, you know, they, they encounter. It could be a stranger. It could be somebody they know. It doesn't matter. Rape is rape and it's terrible. And they want to have that. Uh, uh, you know where I'm going. I don't even want to talk about it. It, it. it just upsets me to no end. How is it that you can be punished more for carrying out an abortion and, 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 and the, 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 the sentence is harsh, more harsh than the person that raped the girl or female? How is that? I don't understand. None of this makes sense to me. And apparently not everybody that's in the conservative realm is down with it. Case in point, what I like to do, I like to do some reading here and there. And I like to, you know, take a look and see who's with this and who's against this. And, of course, there's six people that voted against it. So kudos to those six senators that said, no, we're not down with this. We would never ever vote for that but uh conservative personality extraordinaire uh tommy tommy laren I, I never know how to pronounce her name but she always goes after rappers and she's always talking about you know how rappers always want to talk bad about themselves go after all these liberals and whatnot that's her shtick it makes her money it pays her bills i'm never gonna diss that everybody has their own way of getting over my stick is just being honest with people i would love to you know be even more honest on some things but i hold back a little bit for myself i am an open book but her 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 way of making her living is to be a strong conservative she tweeted out a couple days ago as they passed this bill i will be attacked by fellow conservatives for saying this but so be it this Alabama abortion ban is too restrictive. It doesn't save life. It simply forces women into more dangerous methods, other states or countries. You don't encourage life via blanket government mandate. Now, I'll say this. I've never liked her views. I've never liked what she stood for. I don't like her smug attitude towards people and, and how she talks down to like rappers and entertainers, especially African-American entertainers. But hell must be freezing over because for the first time in my life, I actually agree with this lady. You're opening up a huge can of worms here. Because if, Lord forbid you have a daughter and she has to go through this terrible heartbreak of being raped and she can't even abort the child if she wants to. She's going to try probably more desperate means. It opens up a whole can of worms. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because, frankly, nobody wants to hear about this. People have their views. People may hate me after this, and I'm okay with that. But, I, I, and I'll, for the record, I'm not, I, again, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm against abortion. I'm pro-life. But 
I respect pro-choice. And if there's no man on this planet that should create laws on how a woman you you shouldn't like proceed like like see see how tongue tied I am over this? I'm so pissed off about it. Men should not make laws about women's bodies, period. I can't have a baby ever. There's no man on this planet, a natural man, not one that's been made up like Bruce Jenner, Caitlin, whatever its name is now. We can't have babies. We should not have the right to govern any female's bodies, period. She has to live with that consequence. She makes that choice. But I, I don't understand how a person that rapes someone and someone that wants to get an abortion will get a bigger penalty than the person that raped them. I, I don't understand that. And the doctors as well that perform it. Alabama, you take a big L for this. Again, not my forte, not what I like to speak on, but it is what's going on in America right now. And, and frankly, it's not cool. When you have other conservatives saying, whoa, that's a little too conservative for me, that's probably telling you that you might want to dial it down and loosen it up a bit, but I don't even want to talk about this no more. I'm not going to expand on it. I feel dirty getting into politics, period, but it's really not cool. I'm not for it, and us as men, any male governors, we don't have the right, in my opinion, to govern a woman's body and try to tell them what they should do with it, period. I can't do this no more. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Okay, okay, okay. So I think the hottest movie, one of the hottest movies that, that just happened uh, this spring was Endgame, Avengers Endgame, right? And, and all these superhero movies, you got Aquaman, you got Cap- Captain uh, Captain Compton, uh, okay. oh, Captain America, my bad, I, I got it wrong. I don't know. I'm not into these things, not into these movies. You know, you could tell me Marvel DC, man, I barely like watched Batman with Michael Keaton not too long ago. Like, I, I'm not into superhero movies, never have been, not a big fan, and a lot of my friends give me hell for it. You know, hey, Jake, you want to go to see Endgame? You know, I want to go see a game, okay? That's what I do. That's what I'm into. That's what I like. I, I don't get all of these superhero movies. I'm just not into it. It's never been my thing. You know, you already know how I feel about Game of Thrones. Here's a spoiler. It ends tonight as I record this. There you go. Hate me if you want to. Sorry, P-Dub. Anyways, I'm into real-life superheroes. And there was a real-life superhero sighting in the city of Atlanta, Georgia this past weekend. Let me explain. For most cities, most universities and colleges around the country, it's graduation season. And I attended a, a, a graduation. Uh, one of my favorite people in the world, Brian Matajano. Congratulations, my man. I'm so proud of you. Uh, another first-gen graduate straight out of Fresno Norte. <laughs> he calls it Fresno, California, Lindsay, California. And he's going to be a teacher, and he's going to teach the youth of his hometown. And I think that's amazing. So shout-out to you, Brian. I love you, man. He calls me dad. 
It's an inside joke, but basically he tried to embarrass me at a Chick-fil-A, and he tried to embarrass me at work, but nobody really wants to hear all that crap. But it's graduation season, and, and, and I'm proud of all the graduates all across the country. I am an alum of the University of Laverne. It's like the Harvard of the Inland Empire, in my opinion, because I went there. It's a great university, but I digress. Now, what does this have to do with superheroes? Let me explain. In the city of Atlanta, Georgia, at the Morehouse College graduation, there's a keynote speaker by the name of Robert F. Smith. Not a household name, not a name you know, unless you're in the area, the Atlanta area, you may know who he is. Robert F. Smith is a billionaire technology investor. He's an African-American male that uh, he invests and does a lot of philanthropy work all throughout the city of Atlanta. He actually donated $1.5 million to Morehouse College. Morehouse College is a historically uh, black university. Uh, it's all male. And I wanted to go to Morehouse really bad, but I didn't want to live in Atlanta. I do love Atlanta. Shout out to Atlanta. It's dope. ATL, all that. I like it, but I had to stay close to home. <laughs> and I, I'll tell you my story about what happened with me not going to Grambling University. Anyway, I digress. Now imagine this. You work your ass off to finish college. You do everything in your power to get that piece of paper, get that degree, and you're really stoked, you're really hyped. This is your weekend. You know you got all that debt to pay back. You know you got all those things you got to go through that normal graduates do. You're, you're nervous, but the, the big thing is, damn, I got to pay that money back starting in six months. It's a scary time. Yes, it is. However, if you graduated this weekend from Morehouse College, that is one less worry you have. Mr. Smith was a commencement speaker. He got his honorary uh, degree or doctorate from the Morehouse College. And he made an announcement to all 400 graduating seniors. Hey, y'all, check it out. I'm proud of all y'all. I'm glad y'all graduated. I'm paraphrasing here, obviously, because billionaires do not talk like this. Y'all, I'm happy for y'all. I'm going to make life a little bit easier for y'all. So, hey, put your cap again, turn your tassel the other way. Oh, and by the way, I'm picking up the tab for all 400 of y'all's college education. Where the hell was Mr. Smith when I was going to college? This man picked up the tab for $40 million of college debt. He paid $40 million in tuition for these 400 men. Wow. On top of that, gave $1.5 million to the school as a financial gift. So $41.5 million this man donated to the university. $40 million to the students and one point five million to the campus. Imagine, you get your name called and your weekend's hype and your college tuition's paid in full. Wow. And this man doesn't want any pub it's going to get out there. It's going to get out there. I mean, there's cameras. It's Morehouse. It's a, it's a very popular college institution. And 
I'm pretty sure that a lot of people are like, yo, this man took care of my college tuition. So it's going to get out there. And this man doesn't want any praise, won't do interviews on it, doesn't want to talk about it. But I got to say, Mr. Smith, kudos to you, man. I mean, think of all the people that had to take out a second mortgage on their home, work two jobs, refinance their homes, probably sold stuff that meant a lot to them or pawned stuff just to pay for books and tuition and, in some cases, housing. This man paid back all that tuition. That's a superhero. That's somebody that should be commended. That's somebody that should be, they should have a whole damn parade for him in the city of Atlanta. $40 million in college tuition he paid in full. 400 men walking around knowing they don't have to pay their college debt. That's a man that's a hero. Not somebody with a shield, not somebody with some iron type thing. Yeah, all that's cool and I know I'm being rude right now. But the real hero is Robert Smith. This man just started a whole new life for 400 men. And not only will they have no debt, they could go in to the real world, the real working world with a clear mind and say, man, I can start saving money right off the bat once I get this new job. This is one of the biggest stories that's not getting enough pub, for, in my opinion. So I want to make sure this man, Robert F. Smith, billionaire, African-American man, took care of 400 graduating seniors. Props to you, man. Props to you, sir, I should say. You can tell him from the 92404 San Bernardino. Man, what a loser. But, but in all honesty, Mr. Smith, kudos to you. You deserve all the accolades you, 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 you get because... What you've done, there's deeper implications. And I'm sure he knows this because he's a billionaire, so he plans things out. But what I'm saying is he's changed the whole generation. Instead of these young brothers having debt because of school, which I'm still paying student loans, by the way, they don't have that issue, and they can get on with their lives and start better lives for themselves. So once again, Mr. Smith, Kudos to you, props to you, and wow, that's just an amazing story. That is a real superhero. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. So, I'm enjoying the sound of the rain as I record this podcast, and I thought it was rain actually, but it's not. You know what it is? It's tears from all these Game of Thrones fans that are pissed off about the season finale or the show finale. Look, <laughs> I just called one of my homeboys, not Peter, but called one of my homeboys and said, yo, I've never watched one episode of this show. Did I miss anything? Because this season finale sounds terrible. He's like, man, don't even, don't even watch the show now. Don't even watch the show. The show is whack. The ending is whack. The end of the show is whack. All the writers that are here are also writing on a new Star Wars movie, so they rush this ending. It's whack. Don't watch it. So all these years I would say I would see Winter's Coming. All these years that I've seen 
Don't spoil it for me, East Coast people, for all the West Coast people on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and wherever else you uh, like to do your social media. All these Game of Thrones fans are pissed right now. See, I tried to warn y'all years ago. Don't get into this show. Why would you watch it? Oh, man, it's great. Jake, you don't understand. The storylines are great. The plot is great. All this stuff is fantastic about the show. And all I see from what I understand is a lot of like cousins wanting to hook up and dragons and fire and people burning stuff down because they don't get enough sex or something like that. Like, I mean, I can relate to that part. But I'm just saying, like, what the hell? And now, as I'm going through my timelines of my Instagram and my Twitter and my Facebook, everybody's pissed off about the finale of the show, how bad it is, how much it sucked. I can't believe I wasted eight years. Oh, and y'all wasted over 530 days of waiting for this last season, too. <laughs> That's what y'all get. That's what y'all get. All you get, yeah. And then I saw, then there's other people that, that are, uh, what I, <laughs> excuse me. Then I saw, there's, there's a small contingent of people that say people like me that have never seen one episode of Game of Thrones are almost as bad as the people that are into the show. Let me tell you something. Yes, I am. I'm unbearable. And I am enjoying all of this right now. I think it's freaking hilarious. It's funny to me. Why is it funny? Because Game of Thrones people used to make fun of non-Game of Thrones fans saying, you know, it's like being called the new vegan. We'll eat this bacon because look at what happened. One of the worst episodes took place and y'all pissed off about it. And you know what? I think it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> I think it's wonderful. So be mad. Be upset that it turned out the way it did. You deserve to be mad. I get it because I love The Sopranos. And I've seen the, the I've probably saw or revisited all the seasons five times. I've seen the entire series five times. All the all the seasons, all the episodes, and the ending pissed me off. And the ending, I actually had a DVR and I was like, "Man, I messed up." And 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 it was done like that on purpose, and the ending still doesn't make sense to me. I wish I had more answers and I was pissed off and I felt like I wasted all those years watching The Sopranos. So that's probably how y'all feeling right now. Because The Sopranos was a well-written show. I thought it was great, except the last season. And then that one, the season where Tony goes to Orange County and he's hallucinating, having all these weird dreams. That, that, that was weird, too. I didn't like that season. But I get it. So I, I empathize and sympathize with you Game of Thrones fans that the last show of the entire series sucked really bad. But guess what? That's what y'all get, okay? I don't feel bad for y'all one bit. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Okay, for my music lovers, this is your turn. This is what you get to listen to. The independent music spotlight on the Big Brother Jake Podcast. We got a few submissions, a lot of good ones, and a few not so good ones. And if you don't get played this week, you weren't thrown in the not so good one pile. We just had so many, and I don't like to do more than like three during a podcast episode. So... 
For all the good ones that were saved up that I got in this nice little bundle here, you will hear your music within the next two or three podcast episodes. I try to do this every other week or every two weeks or every two episodes or whatever the case may be. We got a lot of great submissions, so don't worry. For those that submitted it, the ones that know they were bad were told so. So <laughs> I know it's really cold. Like I'm, you know, Simon Cowell or somebody like judging. But nah, it's my podcast, so I have to have some dope music, you know, going on. So anyways, the first artist that's up that we're about to play his joint, his name is Josh Green. He's based out of Los Angeles, and he's affiliated with a former alumni of the Independent Music Spotlight. Uh, Kid Kern. Uh, Kid Kern is uh, one of the dopest artists we've had on the podcast, but his artist, Josh Green, man, he, he has some good music, and the name of this track you're about to hear is called Never Know. So sit back, relax, and chill, and listen to the great sounds of Josh Green here on the Big Brother Jake Podcast. I've been so down for a minute, ain't coming back from the top now, I ain't never want to talk about, get the doubt about your fucking mouth, come take me I've heard like a billion reasons No, you don't know, you don't know What you've been doing to me Tell me you would never leave The pack in your bags while I breathe You never know, never know How you've been bothering me Cause all I ever do is grieve Are you, you ever say you want to talk to me right now But forever hold your peace, baby Don't doubt Cause you know Okay, that was Josh Green. The name of the song is called Never Know here on the Big Brother Jake podcast. Pretty dope song. This next artist comes from the Bronx, New York, and he's kicking a little 90s flavor, as we used to say back in those days. The homie's name is B. Morgan, and the name of the track's called Who Do You Love? Hook sounds familiar if you're an LL fan, so it took me back a little bit. So uh, check this little ditty out by B. Morgan. Who do you love? Right here on the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Thank you. 
Brother Jake podcast took me back to the days of LL and Total. Uh, he flipped it on his own. He's from the Bronx, Bronx man, New York, New York City. I'll be out there later this summer. Can't wait to be there. All right, this is a fan favorite of the Big Brother Jake podcast. My man Jesse Green, he has submitted a song or two on here before. He gets a lot of fan mail. I'm not even kidding. My man makes some great music. Man, this song right here I'm about to play for you, I think you'll enjoy it a lot. I was jamming out to it more than once, played it in the car, passed the car test, I liked it. The name of this song is called Living a Lie. My man Jesse Green, his third appearance on the Independent Music Spotlight because he's loved, definitely loved. Check it out, Living a Lie on the Big Brother Jake Podcast. I wanna make 
Want to be the one to go on living a lie. song gets down that song definitely gets down again that was living alive by my, by my man jesse cream based out of seattle washington uh he's also submitted some songs under rhino rising and he's a former marine well i guess there's no such thing as a former marine you're either a marine or you're not a marine and hoorah to him uh of course he'd probably say we're his uber ride us navy guys but that's not how we get down with the navy but anyways, my man Jesse, he's, he killed it and love his music. And he gave me a great idea, not going to lie. He gave me a great idea on a segment. For all you military heads out there, I got a lot of friends that were in the military. Uh, I learned a lot of life lessons in the military. I want to hear your stories. I've had some crazy stories myself, uh, you know, going overseas, being in Tijuana, TJ, for those that don't know how I, anyway, TJ was, I could tell 20 more stories from that place, but I, I will not do that. But uh, we got a segment that I want to start doing called Humor in Uniform. And I'll give credit to Jesse for, you know, putting that in my head. Humor in Uniform. Any of you former military guys? Current military guys, you don't have to say your name, you don't want to get you in trouble. I want to hear your story, okay? I want to hear all the craziness that you've been through 
in your respective uh, trips and whatnot. You can be dirty. It's okay. It's a podcast, so you don't have to be super clean or anything like that. But don't incriminate yourself, and don't blame me for telling your story. So if you got a story, you want to submit it, or you want to come on the Big Brother Jake podcast, hit me up, thebigbrotherjakepodcast at gmail.com. Humor and uniform. I want to hear your crazy stories. I, I've told plenty, and I have plenty more, but I don't want to use them all just yet because I plan on doing this podcast till I'm old and decrepit and die. All right? So send that in, thebigbrotherjakepodcast at gmail.com for all you military people. And anybody that has a story they want to tell, it doesn't have to be just uniform, people in uniform. I mean, if you're compelling enough and you think you can hold it down for a segment with me on my podcast, same email, the Big Brother Jake Podcast at gmail.com. All right, I think we hit the gambit of everything on this podcast. I'm actually exhausted from doing this. So, yeah, we covered it all today. Politics, superheroes, the real ones. Game of Thrones, <laughs> that's what y'all get. And of course, music. Love music. So thanks for tuning in to the Big Brother Jake podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, trying to get more episodes cranked out as we go. So a lot more consistency now. A lot more of your boy, Big Brother Jake. So until next episode, I say deuces. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake podcast.